Welcome back to Beloved Unveiled. This is Cynthia Borslino. We're going to start back right away with my husband, Dan, uh, where we ended last week and take it back up. And so grateful that you're here listening and where we're unveiling the heart of the Father in new ways to live each day. So over the years, I mean, since even with what just happened recently too, but so the, the struggle has been that, I, I mean, I and I have read the Bible, I'm probably, I don't know how many times. Yeah. I, a lot. But, Infinity. <laughs> yeah, but because I, I, it's my living daily bread, and I, you know, that's how I'm passionate. Dan is different, and the Lord has taught me in, in the beginning years, I, even when we were, after I'd gotten through a lot of healing, it was a very struggle for me because I wanted him to be a man of of loving the word and and i and i would say he loves the lord he you know i know that you'd love the lord dan and we're talking through and we've been through so much he prays with me he didn't used to pray with me now he prays with me in the morning before he goes to work and there's things that you do that you didn't used to do so there's been always been increase you did read the word through the year you know you struggled through it but you did it and that's an accomplishment and that should be you know and I know that it pleases the Lord. And so it, we all have our own, you know, what I call demons to overcome. We all have our own belief systems that have been trained, that we've been trained up in that don't necessarily measure up to what the Lord is saying. So that's why we want to unveil the heart of God. That's why I'm doing this podcast is because we want to unveil his heart for us and who he really is and who he is in a way that lines up with his word, but also lines up by his spirit and brings revelation to us so that we're more alive in knowing him. Dan and I, and, and even when we had that, you know, outburst, that thing that happened the other day, a week or so ago, because it did get intense for just, I mean, it was so, it was so crazy because it was the moment it's like, oh my gosh, I, he is, you know, the enemy's throwing things in. See, he's not really grown. He doesn't really walk with the Lord. He doesn't want to really know or grow in the Lord. And all these things were just the fear of, after 40 years, like, seriously? And I had to step aside, God, what is going on? Because it was so intense, because the enemy gets really loud sometimes and nasty, and you have to shut him up, and I have to go to the Lord. And then I told Dan, you know, you went off to pray about it. I was kind of done. I was going to go off in the other room. You're the one that helped bring it back down to calm, because I think God gave you the what was really going on in the warfare, what was triggering, Right. I know I helped bring it back down, but right. I think that had to be the spirit working through me because I know, I know you're looking at me right now. But I, I don't remember what I said. <laughs> so I'm I sorry. <laughs> I know. Well, that's uh, the whole thing of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you don't remember. People will say, I'll, I'll give prophetic words out, and they'll come out and say, Oh my gosh, da, 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 you know, like, and you said, I don't, I'm like, I don't remember a thing. <laughs> I don't remember a thing. There is but, one more thing. I, yeah. I, I don't want to take you off track, but. Yeah. I once heard someone describe reading the Bible as being similar to reading um, an owner's manual of a, for a car. In other words, you get a car, and I mean, we all know how to drive. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. may think, I, I don't have to look at that owner's manual. I know how to drive. And so you drive the car, and everything's fine. And maybe then something isn't working right in the car. And so you dig into the owner's manual, and you read something you're like oh i didn't know it had that feature wow that hmm, i've never used that and so to me i've had that analogy with the bible for quite a long time such as i don't really need it on a daily basis i just need it when there's something going on in my life that calls me to dig deeper and you know look into what's going on and so i held that attitude for a very long time that Sure, the Bible is wonderful, and I don't, 
question it and I don't question whether it's real or you know fake or any of that kind of stuff. But I feel like I I did didn't at that time in my life. I didn't need it on a semi-regular basis. I only needed it when there was I don't know something significant going on in my life and I needed some additional insight. And then I would open it up and, and read it and, and look into it. I just wanted to pass that on because that's not your style at all. No, but you don't believe that way anymore. Either. No, but I did for years. Yeah, I for know. For years and years. It's like, well, I, I don't need to. I don't need that right now. I'm, I'm doing fine. And that's and something that I've, I had two really great spiritual mamas, Pat Lawrence and Sally Fromm. They were a lot older women in my life who spoke a lot into my life because they would pray with me about Dan and stuff and and they would get me to go go pray over his pillow, go pray over his, I would anoint it with oil even sometimes, and just pray for God to renew his mind and stuff like that. And just different things that I had to challenge. And, and some of the things I would say too is like, go pray about, can you just go pray about that, please? When I didn't, you know, when I couldn't, because I knew if I tried to take and have a conversation, it would go somewhere that it would be harmful for us in our relationship. So we had to bring the Lord into it. I mean, we chose to bring the Lord into it because it was, I knew there that would be the only way where there would be resolve and where our relationship would stay intact, you know, mm-hmm. and grow. Because it's, it's never been the same. I mean, it's so far different than it was way back when. But that moment, which was recently, I felt like it was stuck again. It was so strange. I felt like it was stuck. Oh, my gosh, I do not want us to be stuck in this place again. And then you did something, and you, I was like, Holy Spirit did get a hold of you. And I think you realized, and you asked me to forgive you. You asked me to forgive you is what you did. I do remember that for sure. Yeah, you asked me to forgive you. Yeah, I mean, I know I was in the wrong, so that part was fairly easy. But I, well, we I, should talk about that, because we didn't really share. What was the wrong part? The, why were you in the wrong? Uh, well, I led you to believe that I was fully on board with, with the mm-hmm. book. Uh, when the reality is I was partially on board and there was a, a piece of it uh, that I didn't agree with. And we didn't have that conversation before we went to share it with our family. You totally and, left that out. Right, I left that out. Mm-hmm. So then when we went to share it, it looked like, well, it didn't look like the reality was we were on different pages, yeah. so so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, And so that make a, made us look disjointed, yeah. uh, like we don't communicate very well, you know, all sorts of all sorts of things. Yep. So and we did go back and apologize to, by the way. Yeah, to our son to our and daughter in law. Son and daughter in law. Mm-hmm. Because well that's just an important piece. Sometimes mm-hmm. um we might be reluctant to do that or others might be reluctant to do that. But I would encourage us as well as anyone listening, um, don't leave that final piece out because that that really shows the other people in your life the the full picture, not just Correct. a partial picture. When our families experienced us when we're at odds, and depending on who was in the room at that time, we have made the effort to go to them and talk it through with them, to, not in a way where we want their advice or anything, but where we told them where we were at fault and we asked their forgiveness. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're that's one thing I could say that when we get back to it, to the first question was what, how we've made it. Through this is, I think, forgiveness. And and that's something that you told that young man. You said it, somebody at, I think it was somebody at your job because you told him. But anyway, it was that you said, well, forgiveness. You know, you got to yeah. be able to forgive. And I think that is such a big key is that, in, and in that moment, in those moments, when we ch- make a choice to forgive, and that we're and and I and I believe because we've both been teachable. That's the whole thing too. It's not like you're saying, oh, I'm I'm going to keep this belief and I'm going to keep 
we, we would challenge each other's belief systems. Mm-hmm. Not just about each other, but about how we view God, how we... Well, as far as the, you know, the idea of forgiveness, of, of course you have to do that. Communication is also mm-hmm. way up there. I mean, yep. it's definitely, you know, towards the top of the list. Because if we're not communicating and understanding each other, then, you know, pretty much everything else mm-hmm. doesn't much matter. You know, things like communication and forgiveness, to me, they're sort of universal qualities. Even if you're not a Christian, they're still important. That's right. You know, it's important to communicate well to to your your spouse or your partner or, or your friends or just anybody. You know, the children. Absolutely, your grandkids. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, yeah. you you know, you do it differently, obviously, with your grandkids than you would with your children. But if you have a good communication style and you listen well, I think that goes a long, long ways, and it really mm-hmm. helps draw draw you together. So, just wanted to and throw that I think that I think that's there. what we've kind of learned, and we're still still growing. I mean, we still are seeing that we have need to to grow and i remember when you know segue into this is because i'm we're going to have amy back and have dan and amy and you know where we're talk about that our experiences with that but amy um, had said you guys talk about everything remember she said at our table she's oh my gosh you guys just talk about everything and we did i mean there was so much conversation because that that was during a time too where we were going through so much intense healing and there was so much of what was hidden in the darkness brought out out into the light you know learning to choose which voice we're going to listen to and you know whether it be against one another or whatever it was it's like where did that come from i mean i remember too about when there was some people that were talking to you about maybe divorcing me and i remember and i was picking it up in my spirit i was picking something up somebody's been talking to him because he would be so hard like i couldn't get you know, like it's like there was this hardness with you towards me. And I remember if you remember that and I asked you, I said, Who are you talking to? And and are are they are are you talking against me with a group of men or something? And if you do you remember that? And mm. it was and I I won't say who it is, but because we and we actually went back to them and they asked our forgiveness mm-hmm. because after we decided to stay married. But So you're you're talking Way long, long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. But as the Lord was healing me, it's like I was more sensitive to the spirit. But I didn't get all gr- angry and blown up about it. I just, the Lord said, ask him who is it because that. So when you talk about another person, this is what's hard too is gossip and talking behind someone's back too about another person. You're talking against when you're, you know, gossip is when you have ill will against another person and you, and you want harm to come to them. And it was like, no, they didn't intentionally want that, but yet kind of did because they thought divorce was the only way. But, you know, that's where the enemy slips in and it can seem even religious, you know, like, like it's a religious thing when it's not the heart of God at all. And so um, I don't know why I was thinking about that, but I thought, so we've learned to have those conversations and hard conversations where something doesn't seem right or when we're against one another in a way and there's negativity and we confront it and say, you know, what's really going on? What was, because that was something that you said the other day during that time when you asked me to forgive you. You also said there's something more going on here. And we were able to talk through why you didn't want to tell me, right? Because mm-hmm. it was the same MO from before that we used to operate out of before right yeah and i was feeling the same thing that you used to do that to me before and so it's like here we are back around the circle again so now we get to choose differently and i think that's where god took us this time is we didn't it didn't have to come to this 
big uh, well another thing, another thing that you have to realize is even though you may address the same issue multiple times in your marriage the frequency that it happens may become less and less over mm-hmm. time so you know if um, I don't know if I come in the house with muddy feet every day that's probably going to set you off and then maybe I'm down to once a month and then maybe I'm down to once a year so it, it still happens but not at the same frequency mm-hmm. and so if it happens once every three years the day that it happens you may flash back and think oh i can't believe we're dealing with this again right. um but in but it's not the same thing again it's it's a you know the next one may be five years or that may be the last time that it ever happens so but there's always pro i mean there's always progress you have to be willing and to see the progress yes yeah. it's it's you know it's like i said these uh if you want to call them bad habits i mean they really aren't but um the frequency that it slows down and that's important Especially if you're dealing with um, like an addiction type of behavior, which I'm not suggesting that we are. But if you are, if you see it slowing down, then that is progress. And you, you need to look at that and not when it happens the next time, you know, don't flash back to or we're back to square one. Because that's a lie and that's, that's not accurate mm-hmm. at all. You're, you're not at square one. You're at a different place than you were before. That's right. And I also wanted to add something about the conversation at our dinner table. I didn't view it that we're talking about everything under the sun every dinner, mm. but the person that you referred to, um, Amy, my understanding is the way she was raised when you went to the dinner table, you didn't talk at all. You just sat down, you ate, and then you left. And so if that's your background and that's what you're used to, then you come to our family and we're just having casual conversation, it might seem like we're talking about everything under the sun. <laughs> I don't think we do. I think we just have normal conversation. But depending on your perspective, it might seem like we're talking about everything under the sun. But I would encourage healthy conversation, especially when you eat, because it just comes naturally. Right. It's not forced. It's not following a preformatted system or anything like that. It's just you're just sharing what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And so sharing life together. If you can do that, especially with your children, mm-hmm. I think that that's really powerful. Mm-hmm. And I, and I and I feel like what the Lord's taught us: breaking bread and real communion. Real communion is breaking bread together. You know, when Jesus, he was having a meal, and he was, you know, his last. It was his last meal, and he was breaking bread. He said, "Do this in remembrance of me." It wasn't to take when we're all in a in a massive church with people we don't even know, and you take communion. And I and I still honor that because I got saved during communion, so it's very important to me. But to take it to that deeper place, real communion is when you're breaking bread with family, your neighbors, people around you, have meals together. That's what he's talking And in that time, in that conversation, do it in remembrance to him that we're there to honor and love one another well and serve one another. That's really what it's about. That's the breaking of the bread of Jesus' body. That's the blood that he shed for us is where we're really being neighborly and loving one another well and having meals together. You right. know, like, well, it's awesome. It's your, yeah. your, what you're breaking is yourself in a way. You're opening up your life. And yes. so you're opening up your life to those around the table with you. Mm-hmm. And it's a meal. It's not just, like you said, a 10-second symbol of, of bread. It's a full meal, and you're there. Yes. Well, half hour, 40, maybe an hour, just whatever. But yeah, during that meal, you have a conversation. And that's when you, you open up and you're like, oh, I'm struggling at work or I'm really happy at work or, or just whatever is going on. Right, right. I so. love that. I mean, that's where it, it really becomes where relationships are built. Absolutely. And I think that's why it was so important to Jesus. And even all the banquets, you know, even throughout 
the scriptures you read, all the great celebrations and the banquets and the the meal time, the dinner time, the food. It's it's so important, and I just you know I'm so grateful that that we have that today, and I don't you know take I don't want to take it for granted, you know. Thank you all for listening, and this is Cynthia at Beloved Unveiled. You can reach me at Beloved Unveiled at ProtonMail.com, Beloved Unveiled at ProtonMail.com. Mm-hmm.